Episode of Top Ten with Micah and Ben. Welcome to Top Ten with Micah and Ben. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> I was I was kind of uh, artistic and you know theatrical, and you were just very uh, robotic. Deadpan. Okay. Deadpan. <laughs> okay. Sure. I don't see. Maybe why we not. should do a whole deadpan episode at some point. Because that would sound good. Um, Although yeah, it would probably sure be, be better, very entertaining. It'd be better than my own voice because when I edit this and I have to listen to my voice, I'm still not over how I sound. I don't like it. It's bad. <laughs> uh, I think you sound just wonderful, Ben. Oh, shucks. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I, well, welcome everybody to episode forty-seven. Uh, ben. Yes. There's something that we need to discuss. And I, I honestly don't even know why we didn't discuss it in the last episode, because now when this comes out, this is old news probably, but who cares? We're bringing it back. Yeah, what's up? Have you heard, have you heard about, so this, I mean, this is, we're going to be addressing the pantheon of people here, so in case, this is kind of a new concept for our podcast, so just a reminder to everyone, the pantheon of people is our list of people that we have uh, talked about too much now, and so they are no longer fair game to be on lists. We can still talk about them, but we cannot use them on lists. Yes. One in our, uh, probably our uh, <laughs> inaugural entry would be Barack Obama. <laughs> yep, I think he's the only one um, on the list so far. However, I do think we need to add some. Yeah. I don't. I'm not ready Maybe to put Dwayne the Rock Johnson on there. I'm just not. I'm not ready for Are it. Are you sure we mentioned him a lot? I just want to do one more. Okay, it's a matter on my list. Okay, it's a matter of time though. He will be on there. He will. Yeah, one more uh, good use, and he's he's gone. <laughs> okay, but I just wanted to bring up some Barack Obama news. Okay. Yeah. What's up? Uh, have you heard about just the internet freaking out about the Obama bomber jacket? No. Oh, dude, where have you been? I don't know. So Obama was uh, Obama was in town recently, actually in in my town, not yours. Ouch. Uh, he he ventured he ventured out to the uh, I almost said the great state state of North Carolina, but it's like the above average state of North Carolina. I don't know. I'm probably distancing myself from our North Carolina listeners now. Well, uh, anyway. He came to town to watch uh, the Duke-North Carolina basketball game. Cool. And he had, like, seats behind the bench because he's the president. Anyway, he came, though, to the game wearing this, like, black, super slick bomber jacket uh, with, and to, which was already cool enough, Obama wearing this, like, dope custom-made bomber jacket. Mm-hmm. But everyone's freaking out because of this, like, nice, small piece of flair that just makes him... This is why he's so cool. 
just on the sleeve, there was a kind of small embroidered white number 44 because he's the 44th president. Oh. And it's actually just the coolest jacket anyone has ever worn in a long time. You should Google it right now. You should look up Obama bomber jacket. That's probably all you need. Let's see. I'm in the process. But the internet has been. The Obama has been. Or the Obama. The bomber jacket has been <laughs> making the internet lose its mind. Wow. That is sweet. I like how the 44 is on he the just, sleeve like that. That's cool. Yeah. He just looks so cool. And I felt like it was something we needed. We definitely needed to talk about or at least acknowledge happened because, I mean,. It's kind of a big deal, and he's a big deal to us. Hey, apparently we can get a jacket just like this, according to the website I'm on. Are you on Yahoo? No, I'm on complex.com. Oh, it's available for purchase here. Let me just click on that. Oops. Uh, uh, Please buy it. Why is there two different links? That's confusing. Um, Please buy it. Yeah, but the problem is I I don't know if I'd be able to pull it off. No, I would never be able to pull it off. He's way too cool. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. Okay, well, uh, as that takes <sighs> forever to load, for some reason, I'll just uh, I'll update you on the price of this jacket later. Well, holy cow! Oh, did you find it? Found it. How much is it? It's made by Rag and Bone Design. Cool. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that is, but neither do I. Is that is that Kohl's? Is that from Kohl's? $595. Probably Hi. not from Kohl's. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you got that bomber jacket, what number would you put on it? Cuz you can't do 44. He already took it. It's his. Mm. Okay, I think I ha- I have to go two options here. And I think I know which one I would pick. So, my first gut instinct then was to put my uh my good old number that I sported back in my high school soccer days which was number 10 mm. uh but that makes me feel too much like uncle uh what's his name uncle rico from is it uncle rico uncle buck i don't know was it buck Who? no from uh napoleon dynamite oh <laughs> yeah uh yeah whatever i forgot about him is it rico anyway everyone knows what i'm talking about uh anyway <laughs> it would make me feel too much like him trying to relive glory days or something so I think yeah. what I would actually do is I would try to, because I, I mean, let's all be real here for a second. It is inevitable that I will probably be president one day. Wow. Um, wow. So okay. I think, <laughs> I think I would just predict what number president I'm going to be. Just like go for it. Hmm. I don't know. 50, 52. 52. Okay. I would, I would do the math to figure 50, out how old you'd have to be, but I just, I can't, I can't do math anymore. Well, at the very youngest, I would be, what are we at? We're at 45 now, so that's seven away, and we're two years out from a new one, so that's six okay. times Wow, amazing six audio. Six times four is 24, plus two, 26 years from now, putting me at a ripe 53. Oh, that's not too bad, and you would be ripe. That's uh, the youngest, that's the youngest, though. That's if every president between then and now only serves one term. Well, I don't. I don't know if that matters. So it could, right? It could be. It oh, could yeah, be double that. Is what I'm saying. In which second. case, I'd probably be. I would be very old. That's true. Okay. All so right. maybe not 52. Maybe I just go. Maybe I just go for 50. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Get a maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That'd be cool. So um, yeah, uh, everyone just look forward to that. It's coming. Everyone knows it's coming. Cool. I would pay extra what to number? have my initials instead of numbers. I would just have BP. BP. 
Well, that's cheating because you specifically asked me for a number, Ben. So I know. I need to know what number you would get on your bomber jacket. I, I realized that right after I said it. Um, uh, ninety-nine. Okay. Because uh, I got ninety-nine problems, but my bomber jacket ain't one. Mm, that's legit. All right. So cool. I'm glad we've discussed that. Um, and yeah. I need to start saving for a long time so that I can afford this jacket. I think you can do it. Uh, all right, so we have a catchphrase of the week this week, uh, much like other weeks. And the catchphrase of the week is, of course, brought to you by Kyle Jurassic. Uh, Kyle Jurassic is on tour right now for Rock of Ages. Amazing. I still need to buy tickets. Is he really? Uh, yeah, he's coming to Grand Rapids. i got to buy tickets. I keep forgetting. Oops. Um, but yeah, Is he coming to Raleigh? or What? I don't, I don't know. How do I find this? Internet? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you later. Anyway. Uh, I yeah, hate our, that you're just now telling me this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and I've actually seen him in Rock of Ages before, and it was amazing. But catchphrase of the week. So the catchphrase of the week is, kick the Kiwis and punch the monsters. Huh. Yep. Okay. K- kick the Kiwis and punch the monsters. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I... I need to know why. why. How am I supposed to answer that? <laughs> I like okay. How how will you use how? this? Um, okay, so it's but much I'm gonna like, stick with why I think it's much like the uh, the best catchphrase from the best movie ever. Uh, they live where he is like shooting aliens that have secretly um, you know acted or made themselves look like humans, um, and so he's trying to kill all of them. And he walks into a bank and he has sunglasses on. And he says, "I'm here to." I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. This is much like that. I'm here to kick the kiwis and punch the monsters, and I'm all out of kiwis. <laughs> so it can only be used when you are about to fight monsters. I don't. I mean, I don't see why not. Well, some people are monsters, Micah. Um, okay, so yeah. fighting. Okay, people. So whether people that, be real monsters or just monstrous humans. Yeah, people that tip. You know, like five percent. Those, they're monsters. People that chew their uh, right. bubblegum okay. very loudly in public, they're monsters. For you know, for example. Okay. So. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Side note: I am f- I am furious at you. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't know how to react. For to just this. now telling me that he's in Rock of Ages and that it's touring. I'm s- because sorry. yes, it is here. It's in Durham. And it's literally here right now, and today is the last day. <laughs> oh, no. Kyle's in town right now, and I didn't know it until now. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I'm sorry. Whoops. Yeah, this is your fault. Man, Kyle, how... I'm sorry that I didn't make it to your show, and it is Ben's fault for not telling me. Yeah, how unlucky is that timing? Woof. It is very unlucky. <sighs> anyway, uh, let, let's get into this list. I, I feel like we've got a lot of detail to this list, and we, we need all the time we can get. So, um, That's uh, true. What's the list for this week, Micah? Uh, the list for this week, this is TTMP episode 47, top Buddha. 10 ancient occupations that need to make a comeback. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Okay, stop. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> what? And I think we both have the same uh, like caveat here at the beginning. When we say top ten ancient cultures that need to make a comeback, or not cultures, ancient occupations, sorry, that need to make a comeback, 
both of us we're not thinking like straight up just ancient Egyptian here. Um, we've both allowed for some less ancient things. Is that yes. correct? Yes. I don't have a lot of ancient stuff because, to be honest, I had a very hard time coming up with this list. Um, so a lot of my things okay. were kind of old timey stuff. Might as well yeah, be ancient. Yeah, I think that's though. fine. Because we are, we're ignorant millennials. Let's just come clean on that. Yeah. And anything older than like 70 is ancient to us. I was going to say anything older than the iPhone 5 is ancient. <laughs> Am I right? It's <laughs> fair. Uh, All right, Michael, sure. what is your number 10? I'd say, for... <laughs> I would say anything older. Well, okay, hold on. I was kidding, by the hold way. On. First of all, two things. First of all, it would be anything older than the iPhone 4 because the iPhone 4 was awesome. Okay. Anyway. Uh, second thing, I have a pre-list shakeup that I want to do. Ooh, okay. Hit me. And this, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna really like this, Ben. This is gonna be a sweet, sweet throwback. Yeah. I would like, I would like, since this is now oh. our. <laughs> oh no. I just yeah, you already out. know. You already know. <laughs> this is now our second list uh, ever that has had to do with occupations or jobs yeah so i think keeping in the tradition of the first one that we need to have another another uh job battle royale episode yes, yes. it is back round two <laughs> um for for newer listeners uh this is a throwback to episode 14 uh, which was top 10 jobs that we think deserve their own award show. Because um, we felt like it was unfair that it's always like actors that get all these cool award shows and stuff. Uh, and other deserving jobs, like trash people, <laughs> deserve them too. <laughs> Why'd you and have to so... bring up trash people? Because that's not what they're called. They're called <laughs> something else. And I still don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I was, I was being gender inclusive. Anyway, uh, so that was episode 14. Check it out. But a fun twist that we did on the episode was that we made it a Battle Royale episode, yep. um, which was, that was before Fortnite came out and changed the way people think of Battle Royale, so that's a bummer. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Thanks. what we meant by that was, uh, so whatever my number 10 was, for example, and whatever Ben's number 10 was, we would then, we would reveal our number 10s and then argue about whose would win in a fight to the death. Oh, I am so unprepared like for, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to succeed here. <laughs> I will keep a running tally. Uh, I mean, no, we're keeping a running tally. Yeah, and it's going to be happening. it's going to be you for like all of these, and you'll understand why once we get into it. All right. So the the idea okay. is that each person um, in their job occupation they only have items uh, that have to do with their job, and they don't have like any other special abilities besides what they would need for their occupation. And I think what we're just assuming yeah. they're like fighting on a football field or an open field or something. I think we did say football field. Yeah. So it's an open football field. Uh, so there and was that's no the unfair terrain. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it has to be like a typical person that would do this job. You can't say, oh, mine is a mailman, but it's Goku as a mailman or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's not work. fair. Uh, so just the standard person uh, and they can. And this is the key that <laughs> factored into a lot of our very intense arguments in the last time we did this. Yep. Uh, the tools of the trade yes. are key here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for this. That's such a good idea. I didn't uh, even think of this. Okay. All right. So let's get into it's it. It's been too long. All right. Let's, number number let's 10. Please do. Uh, do you want me to start? Mine? 
I don't care. Go for it, Ben. Okay, my number 10 Do it. is Town Crier. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dude, I'm screwed for this list, by the way. Um, so the, the Town Crier is a guy that uh, dresses up in a, a very, very goofy attire with like a wig for some reason. I saw a picture. Uh, and he has like a, a scroll with all the news of the town, and he just yells it, just yells all the stuff. Um, I think, yep. you know, the way that... Uh, towns are laid out today are going to make this kind of tough, which I don't think is is fair to town criers because they deserve more from us. Um, but I think it should come back at least like in downtown areas okay. or something. I think it could be cool. That makes sense. Just yeah. yeah. Instead, sometimes we don't have time to read our own news. I'd much rather someone just yell it at me. Yeah, that would be much much better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my number ten then. <laughs> Yep. My, my number 10 is a r- rat catcher. <laughs> 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 These were people, especially in Victorian London, where like plague and rats were a big issue. Uh, these were people that were just literally paid to go around and catch rats. <laughs> uh, and I guess there was one like notably famous one whose name was Jack Black, not the Jack Black. Well, I guess he was the Jack Black, but back in the day. Yeah. Um, and he was just, like, renowned for his rat-catching abilities. And I think this would be useful today, maybe less so because of plague and rats, but, like, just someone that goes around and catches... It could be rats or just other pests that we don't like. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And that's their sole job. They just run around and catch these things and get rid of them for us. I mean, rats are still a problem. So useful, I think. So this... They are, in some places more than others, yeah. Okay, so, so do we, they could do we still even very to... well be rat catchers. Yeah. Do we even have to fight about this because... I'm pretty sure it's you clearly would, the you rat win. catcher. Yeah, you, <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to just concede like that. Okay. Well. All right. So the town crier has like a scroll. So that <laughs> that's pretty pretty tough parchment paper, I guess, or something. I don't know. Um, uh, he can yell really loud. So yeah. There's yeah. There's no way a rat catcher doesn't win this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, He's the, agile. He he chases rats for. A <laughs> For yeah, a living. Yeah. He has no fear. Uh, he's got quick reflexes. Rat catcher has to run away with this one. Okay, so so I'm going to concede, goodness. Okay, geez. All right, so can we move on to number nine, which I would like to concede before, we can. I, before I even say it. I want to concede. I am not. I am very much not confident in my number nine. <laughs> well, just wait until you hear mine, okay? My okay. number nine is a whipping boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hold on. Whipping Boy, I have six honorable mentions. <laughs> wow. Okay. By the way, so I'm going to go ahead and say right now, um, my sixth one, my number 16 was Whipping Boy. <laughs> okay, so so why, let me describe. The, why did you, why do you want this to come back? <laughs> All right, so the role of a Whipping Boy is to say uh, he's, he's a friend of like a prince or something like that. And if the prince needs to be like punished or something, they're not going to hit a prince. So they just like smack the whipping boy with a stick or something, uh, which is like the most psychologically like awful, <laughs> twisted thing to do. It's like, hey, every time that you're bad, I'm going to hit your friend. It's, it's, it's I very, know. It's so messed up. It's so very, why do you want this to come back? Okay. I, lo- I thought it was the funniest thing ever and I wanted to put it on my list, but I could not think of a reason to bring it back. All right, so here's my reason. And I think it should be instead of a boy, because I'm not all I'm not about like child abuse, clearly. I, I don't like that. So I think it should be a whipping man. And this whipping man 
um, would stand next to primarily politicians or like uh, <laughs> celebrities or um, like sports professionals. Um, so, cause a lot okay. of these people are doing stupid stuff all the time. And, and like, I would rather not see, you know, uh, a celebrity be like hit in the face or something with a stick. So if they just had a person walking around with them and every time they do something, I don't know, dumb, that person just gets smacked or something. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Something That's, like that. That sounds just as bad as it was. You are equating <laughs> politicians and celebrities to princes. We can't well, hit them because they're too good, so we're just going to hit some random dude instead. Well, yeah. I mean, if we have, like, an old politician that says something dumb, we can't, we can't like, smack Rudy Giuliani or something. He could, like, break a face and a hip or something. Like, we have to hit someone who's more able-bodied. And I don't know why we hit people when people make mistakes. I think we've moved past that. But I don't know. Maybe we should <laughs> I go think back we're trying At least trying to move past that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, what's your number wow. nine, please? Okay. Let's move away from this. My number nine is uh, an ale conner. I think I saw and this. So an, an ale conner was someone who's, is, whose job it was to just go around and try different ales and make sure they were good enough to be sold. How is that? You just taste-tested okay. ale. Is that not a thing that still exists? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't think there's a person that just goes around and tries ales and, like, I think you might have YouTube ale reviewers, and there's probably, like, people that work for the different companies that, like, taste it and make sure but it's not like one like a couple dudes that travel around with on foot with a walking stick and <laughs> and with taste a, ale with a walking stick okay um i don't know i imagine a walking stick i think it makes sense um so here in in the biggest surprise that we might see all day i think my whipping boy would win uh why i'm gonna say they win because they can they can take a lot of abuse. Obviously, that's kind of their job. Um, and so, no matter what your ale taster can do, whose who's, like hands are only good for uh, releasing like a, a barrel, an oak barrel, to get some ale into a cup and then drinking it, a whipping boy... I think Whipping Boy has a lot of anger that he needs to release. So when he finally, <laughs> when he finally gets to whip back, he whips hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, that could be the name of the episode when he finally gets to whip back, or just he whips hard. Anyway, uh, he whips hard. I, I mean, once again, you may be forgetting the tools of the trade here, which oh, I don't really know what an ale Connor's tools of it's the trade cup. are. I'm writing Is, nine for Ben. You, ben got number nine. Ben won number nine. Are you sure that he doesn't carry around a keg? <laughs> like of course a big I am. Oak barrel, because he can't commit to one. One ale. He has to try all the ales. He can't commit. It's ridiculous. Ah, you're probably right. Okay, but it could be like a nice solid pewter cup. <laughs> don't don't impress me with your big words. <laughs> pewter. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> uh, Just right. con concede. I, concede. Concede. Yeah, this one may have to go to you. Oh, there's also yes. you didn't bring this up. There's also the added fact that the ale Connor is maybe perpetually a little intoxicated. Which I don't think is going to help. Uh, it's not going to help. <laughs> it might help numb the pain, but it's not going to make him <laughs> better 
at fighting, probably. Yeah. I feel like the first okay. attack that the whipping boy would do would be to scream like a chimpanzee and then pounce because he has so much tension built up inside him. Wow. The whipping the whipping man, by the way. Anyway, I win. I put my name down, down for that one. What okay. is your what's so your number it's eight? One to one. Oh, wait, my number eight. Uh your my number, number eight. eight is a resurrectionist or body snatcher. Now they were hi- hired in the nineteenth century to remove corpses from graves for universities to use as cadavers. Um uh, I saw this one and I did it was on my, my short list, yeah. my like top twenty five, but it did not make my list or my honorable mentions. Why <laughs> again, interesting <laughs> historical occupation, but why do you want it to come back? Dude, I struggled so hard with this list. I don't know what like where you found your stuff, but I just like okay, um I think it should come back because, okay, do you, uh, I don't want to publicly state my reasoning for this because it's really embarrassing, <laughs> but I guess I'll say it. Um, we have had a lot of dead people. We don't have a lot of space, so eventually we're gonna have to remove. <laughs> we're gonna have to remove some older dead people from cemeteries to make room for new dead people. <laughs> and that was my reasoning for this. Hey, this guy's been buried for seventy-five years. His time's up. We no, gotta get. I was thinking like three. We gotta years. turn this space around. Like three hundred. <laughs> okay, so um, keep in mind, re- resurrectionist. Uh, the job was was kind of soured in people's minds because of the two people that became serial killers. Uh, because to make more money, they they cut out the the middleman or the the work to dig up bodies and they just started killing people and selling fresh cadavers to universities. So resurrectionists already are crazy people called body snatchers. And sometimes they even get so crazy where they murder people. So what's your number eight? (laughs) (laughs) Um, My number eight is a, uh, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this, but I'm going to go with you were you you were that's e w e r e r uh this was a servant whose sole task <laughs> was just to fetch hot water <laughs> oh yeah i saw this yeah that's it that's the only thing they did was fetch hot water <laughs> okay uh which i think would be awesome today sometimes you just need some hot water for various things that's true I guess. Maybe maybe you have a mug, a mug that you forgot to store upside down, and now it has a little bit of dust in the bottom, and you want to clean it out with some nice hot water. Or maybe you just need hot water to make some tea, or coffee, or right, you just need to throw it. hot water in someone's face. Okay, we get it. You just, oh, okay. People need hot water. Okay, so now you're assuming, I'm jumping right to the battle because I'm impatient. So we're assuming that <laughs> your ewerer or whatever has hot water with them. The tools of the trade are boiling hot water, yes. So No, the tools of the trade are going to get hot water. So if we're assuming you have no, hot water... No, that's part of the job. Then, then <laughs> my resurrectionist has a dead body with him. <laughs> if that's what we're... Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. And he also a has a shovel. Has a, has a corpse. A corpse and, and a shovel. And my ewer has hot water. My okay, resurrectionist shovel, I guess, wins. Fair wins so easy because no hot, hot, just, just listen 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 hot water's thrown <laughs> he throws the corpse 
at your ewer to to block the hot water and then hits your ewer with a shovel right in the face. Dead. Done. He, the ewer has two hands. That's a cup of hot water each. Okay, now I got you're, two you're shots. Su- you're assuming way too much now. I'm a ewer. Okay, let's be real. Is probably a pretty fast dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll girl. give you that. Because uh, they're they work for these nobles, and when a noble wants hot water, you gotta get them hot water fast. Yeah, but a resurrectionist, so I'm probably, speedy. He, he could I can use dodge. The hot water. He would like it. It would be refreshing to him. All those cold what? nights. Why the cold nights digging up bodies? No, he would like this. He would <laughs> no, welcome this is it. Like straight, straight off of the boil water. Mm, Two wh- shots. Mm. Super fast at running. He's gonna hit. He's gonna hit. Maybe he throws the first shot, and the resurrectionist bl- throws the corpse, and it blocks it. But that's another shot that's going right in his eyes. Right. So, okay. So he has perfect aim, apparently. And then he strikes so fast because he's fast. Could, okay. But what if? What if I throw the? I mean, what, I'm not the resurrectionist. What if my resurrectionist? I know. I keep saying I too. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we're we're taking it so personal. Uh, <laughs> what, what if he throws the body so well that it hits your ewer and spills the other cup of water? Then you're done. No, this ewer is too fast. He's too fast. Does he expect a body to be thrown at him? This is very dark. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if any of our listeners are quite skilled in, like, animation <laughs> and wants to reenact all these battles animate them i think that would be kind of awesome <laughs> that would be the coolest thing i'd ever see um so i'm putting my name down for number eight uh, i suppose but it's just a very slight edge here okay thank you thank you i see i appreciate that i will uh show you the same courtesy uh if there's a slight win <laughs> okay. uh, all right my number seven okay is and this is going to be i don't know how this is going to work so i'm going to let you decide this one uh this is a powder monkey uh, powder monkey, my number twelve. Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, if you were a young boy on a warship for some reason back in the uh, seafaring days, your quick hands would be called upon to stuff gunpowder back into cannons. So you, you're a little kid stuffing gunpowder into for... cannons. Well, okay. Well, I guess we're not at the battle yet. Why do you want this to come back? I mean, some kids are like in military families; they just cannot wait. To uh to get into the army, so you know, might as well if the kid's got his mindset, send him on a warship. You know. <laughs> I <don't>, okay. <laughs> I don't know. So you're saying that if a kid wants, know. we can enlist them earlier. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can justify <laughs> monkeys. I can't justify any of these things coming back. I don't think. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Uh, I do want to point out that the powder monkeys did not shoot the cannons. Okay. Yes. All right. So, but does he have a cannon on the field? (laughs) (laughs) I guess, but a cannon's very heavy. Remember that. That's true. And this is a small child. He definitely has gunpowder. He does probably have a pouch of gunpowder. Yes. Okay. All right. So what's your number seven? Uh, Wait, wait, wait. My number seven. Real quick. Sorry. I I Mm -hmm. love the names of these old jobs. They are amazing. Oh, they're we so need, good. We need to what name our What happened to better. job titles? Yes, like, okay. I know. What happened? Resurrectionist. Powder monkey. It's hilarious. And I have mm-hmm. several others that are awesome. Okay, so what's your number seven? Sorry. Yep. Um, my number seven is a pregustator. Okay, I don't, okay. I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> a seven, a pregustator is someone who just, it was essentially the cup bearer, but for food. Oof. I think it was just food. I don't know. What Was it so a young boy? Someone who just tries food for you. Oh, they tried no. the food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dang. So this would be, yeah, this would just be a guy that usually worked for like a noble or a king or someone, someone important that would try their food because it was, I mean, it could very often be poisoned because nobles and kings often had some bad reputations and people hated them. Yep. And so okay. they would try and poison them. So does he have like a fork so, or something like a fork and a knife? Uh, well, first of all, I want to bring this back because it's just, I mean, you never know when something might be poisoned. So if someone's willing to, I mean, they have a sweet job. Their job is literally just to eat food, which is incredible. Now good. there are some risks to, to their job, but if, Hey, if you think that's worth it, and I feel like a lot of people would, mm -hmm. I think we're creating jobs with this. It's a great thing. Um, now tools of the trade here, I think it's probably a fork and a knife. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm kind of jumping else. to the That's battle. Probably... Yeah, I, I maybe a I... maybe a small resistance to poison <laughs> <laughs> from years of maybe accidentally or unknowingly consuming trace amounts. <laughs> I think that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. Um, I mean, okay. I'm a little boy with gunpowder. Oh, I'm not personally. Why do I keep doing that? Um, <laughs> nope, I'm I'm going to take out that just that little clip of Ben saying I'm a little boy with gunpowder <laughs> and it's gonna be like my ringtone. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um Okay, so I, I think I think you win this one just because you have a fork and a knife. Yeah, the and uh the Prey Gustador is usually an adult. Yeah. Not a child. Yeah. Not that children can't okay. do things, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so we're currently tied sure. two for two here. We are. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number six. Team six, six. My number six is Knock Nobbler. Uh, my number 15 on my well, H&Ms. Dang. dang, okay. Yeah, um, so you have so much uh, crossover with my honorable mentions. It's awesome. Wow, this is weird. Okay, so my the knock nobbler is a job. Uh, a great where, name. The the greatest name. So this person would chase dogs out of a church. <laughs> also, the greatest job ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's a perfect number six. Uh, so to it is a perfect number six. To justify it today. Uh, my church, like, every year has a problem with a, a couple types of bugs, like the stink bugs and some other bug, and it drives me insane. So maybe if it's not dogs, because we don't typically have a dog problem, um, maybe we they could drive out bugs or, I don't know, people we don't like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. Like, it's just the funniest job title that I've ever heard. So, Knock Nobbler, what's up? Yeah, okay. Uh my <clears throat> my number six uh team six is a whiffler. A whiffler. So a whiffler was a person uh whose job it was just essentially to lead processions of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um that was it. Uh I think we could bring this back and it'd have a lot of practical application. I see whifflers being employed a lot in like uh in airports. 
And so you maybe if you're flying somewhere and you have like a connecting flight and you land and you need to find your next gate, why go to all that work of like trying to read all the signs and navigate through this big, super busy airport to try and find your next gate where you can get on your connecting flight? Uh, instead, it'd be much better if you get off and you walk into the terminal and there's just this line of whifflers. Uh, maybe they have signs telling you where they're going, or maybe you just go up to a whiffler and be like, this is where I need to go. Uh, and anyone else that needs to go there as well just gets in line and the whiffler just leads the procession, <laughs> leads you all to where you need to go. I love it. And you could use this in other aspects of life, but I just imagine it being super useful in like airports or mm-hmm. public crowded places. So yeah. I love it. That's very good. Um, I think I think we can just move on because my knock knobbler will beat yours easily. Uh, uh, I think you're forgetting that the Whiffler's <laughs> tools of the trade are okay. a great knowledge of uh, <laughs> the surrounding area, <laughs> which is a football field. Also, so great, excellent, excellent <laughs> walking skills. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever underestimate excellent walking skills. There is a chance that your knock knobbler trips and falls. My whiffler will not trip and fall. There, there, there's no chance, even if we're talking about <laughs> tripping and falling, because like trip and fall, all of a sudden you're on eye level with the dog. A knock knobbler would never let that happen. A knock knobbler wins <laughs> ten out of ten every okay. time. That's probably fu- that's probably fair. I'm okay <laughs> with that, I guess. Okay, good. Um, well, let's uh, take a quick break before our mid-list switch-up to talk about our awesome sponsor, Arizona Iced Tea. Have you ever felt a, a nice, hot day where sweat was brimming down your forehead brim and you just decided, wow, I really need something refreshing? Well, let me introduce you to the greatest tea of all time, Arizona Iced Tea. Complete with many flavors and many flavor of juices and other flavors such as tea, watermelon tea, bl- <laughs> Black tea, maybe. Green tea, probably. Try out an Arizona iced tea today at your local gas station. Gas stations everywhere. It's been known as the king of gas station drinks. <laughs> which, is, which is the best title any drink which could possibly Which is a compliment. Receive, which is a compliment. <laughs> Arizona iced tea. Chug one today. Uh, I love it. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Thank you, Arizona Tea, for yeah. sponsoring us. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, do you want to start with your number our five? Mid, our midlist switcheroo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sir. My number five is uh, the nomenclator. <laughs> so a nomen a nomenclator uh, was essentially a walking like if you took the calendar and contacts and notes apps out of your phone and turn them into a servant that followed you around. <laughs> that, was, that was your, that was a nomenclator. They would literally just follow people around to like parties and stuff. And whenever someone introduced themselves to you, it was not your job to remember who they were. It was your nomenclator's job. Yes. Uh, and then later, if you run into them again, your nomenclator can remind you who they were, uh, like what you talked about last time, those kinds of things. And it was mm-hmm. just their job to record and remember like all your social interactions with people. And I desperately want this to come back because I could use it. I'm so bad with names. Uh, I guess I can remember like what we talked about and stuff, but I'm so bad at names and like seeing people in public and being like, they look familiar, but I don't really know where I know them. And then it turns out that like 
we go to the same church and have for the past two years or something like that. Hmm. Um, and I should totally know who they are. I'm just so bad at recognizing people and knowing their names. Yeah. So personally, nomenclator would be just an excellent, excellent tool for me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I almost had them on my list, but I did not. My number five is a lecturer. Now, a lecturer is someone who would, for instance, be at a factory. And factory work can be rough and monotonous, as we all know. So lecturers mm-hmm. would read news and literature aloud to their colleagues. They're basically a live podcast. Um, and podcasts have kind of solved uh, this problem. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think if people took this very seriously, like maybe we had some thespians who would uh, take this job. And I think this could be extremely entertaining uh, during the rough and monotonous work hours. I agree. Is it a, is it, I did see this as well. Is it a lecturer or just a lector? Oof. I think I've been saying it wrong. I think it's a lecturer. I like how you said it because mine sounded stupid. Um, yeah. Lecturer. Uh, well, no, no. I just, I say it's a, I think it's a lector. Lector. I don't know. It could be either. I don't care. Lector. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I would agree completely. I remember seeing this, this was, I mean, we are essentially lectors. That is That's what this true. podcast is. Yeah. Um, and I do want to start telling people that I'm a lector. You should. Uh, but I agree. I think some people would take this very seriously and, like, craft their own stories and just get super into it. And it could be really awesome. Mm-hmm. There's so much potential there. There is. Um, and I have no um, idea who wins in a battle for this. No idea. So our our battle is between someone who's really good <laughs> at remembering people <laughs> and someone who's just very good at talking. <laughs> yep. Um, but keep in mind, they mine, both maybe. Mine has a book and a newspaper. Uh, mine probably has a notepad and a pencil. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, um, maybe just because yours would probably have a pencil, yours would win. <laughs> but that's that's it. Given a slight edge by a pencil, the the slightest of edges. Yes. Oh, wow, those the are sharpest like the two most average dudes duking it out. Uh, yeah, okay. I I have no argument you know, for why mine could win. I'll so. take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. All right. Uh. My number four. Uh, wait, no, no my number four. Yes, your number four. Sorry, yes, please. Thank my you. number four. <laughs> my number four is a lector. Oh. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> All right, well, uh, easy man, win that would have been me. amazing if they had been the same number. <laughs> I was so close. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I have I have nothing else to say about that. Okay, fair enough. Um, my number four is a knocker up. Um. Now, it's not as bad as it sounds. Mm. These are people who would... It does sound bad. It does sound bad. These are people who would shoot peas at your window or have long sticks to tap your window to wake you up since uh, people didn't have alarm clocks back then. Uh, Yeah. um, I don't know how a lector can possibly fight someone who's armed with a pea gun. Right. Well, let let me first uh, desperately try to explain why a knocker-up should come back. Um... Alarms just are so annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Eh, eh, eh. Nobody wants that. And it would be nice if someone would shoot peas at your window instead. 
I don't know. I, I kind of want this job. Not I don't a... want to. I don't want to wake up that early, but I want the job. <laughs> I do. Okay. So uh, maybe not a great defense, but that's okay. Yeah. So um, my knocker yeah, up has a long. There's literally stick. no way. I'll... Yeah, it wins. There's no way Elector wins this. <laughs> Thank you. It's got a long stick. It can shoot peas at you. It's got a huge. They have a huge, huge uh, pouch of peas. I was having a hard time saying that. A huge pouch of peas. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so maybe the lector can block peas with his book that he's carrying. That's true, but mine also has a long stick, which it yeah, can do. Long some... stick's pretty good. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay. Uh, wh- right. wh- what is your number three? Since that was so easy. <laughs> uh, my number three is a knocker up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What? That's crazy. How does this keep happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, my number three is a knocker up. I, I can give a better defense of why we should have it, though. Thank you. Yes, alarm clocks are annoying, and I do think it would be uh, a more gentle wake-up to have someone, like, either tapping on your window or lightly shooting peas at it. That's just less terrible of a sound than an alarm clock. Yeah. But I think it's also an opportunity to just build build a nice personal relationship with another human being, which you cannot do with your phone's alarm clock. Mm. This person can wake you up, and then maybe you'd open the window and be like... Hey, hey, Earl, how's it going? Uh, how's your morning been so far? And how's how's the wife and kids? That kind of thing. Um, I, I like that. And the so it gives touch. you an opportunity to just have a nice personal relationship with your alarm clock, which is underrated, I think. Yeah, very good. Um, well, my number three is Rat Catcher. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, and I had everything. I even included the Jack Black thing that you were talking about. Um, but my wow. one ad- my one addition for why it should come back is that we can finally gain victory over Pizza Rat in New York City. <laughs> Take care of that pesky <laughs> okay. Pizza Rat. Um, so yeah, yeah, Rat Catcher. Okay, that would um, be such a sweet job for like a specific person. Like there are people out there that would be very good at it. Um, even today. So. I can see that. Yeah. So who, um, so who wins in this battle? Ratcatcher I mean, versus I do Knocker have, Up? I guess I don't. Knocker Up does have projectiles and a long stick. Okay. Projectiles, as mentioned, to bring were peas. They were peas. Okay. But uh, literally practice all day shooting them. So probably good <laughs> aim. Hitch in the eyes. Definitely yeah. hitch in the eyes. I would like to think that the rat catcher would uh protect his face because he catches rats and he would not want his face to be okay damaged. and while while he's so. covering his eyes the knocker up jabs him in the stomach with his stick and then he doubles over and then boom stick to the back of the head are you do you, and he's just then he's just wailing on him and now your rat catcher has become a whipping boy oh jeez <laughs> the okay <laughs> the uh, the bruce lee-esque hand movements that these rat catchers are able to do the skills that they have with their hands i don't think i think no would remember catch... we are talking about av- we are talking about average people this yeah. is not bruce lee no. as a rat catcher no 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 but but i'm what i'm saying is if, if you're gonna catch a rat you got to be very good with your hands okay they're not just like walking up got a rat cool nice like these things are gonna try sure, to run away sure. or bite you so i'm thinking he could catch that pee pop it in his mouth for a little nice snack okay like He's not a. He's not going to be shocked, you know, to to get hit in the face with a, a pee or something. I think he's going to catch it right out of the air. Okay, he might, but what if the knocker up has like I'm assuming he has a pouch of peas or something, okay. and dumps like 
10, 15, 20 peas into that blowgun and just shoots them all at once like a shotgun spray kind of thing. You're not what catching you, all of those. 20 peas? What is are you re- talking about? The, the velocity <laughs> the catchers is will have lessen. to then either... doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter if you get one in the eye. It still hurts. It still affects your vision. You and think... so the rat catcher is going to have to block his eyes and then boom, stick to the stomach. Boom, stick to the back of the head. Whipping boy. Okay, so so you think that somehow like samurai type skills are going to come into play with this giant stick and all of a sudden like boom, boom, You don't boom, have to be a done. samurai to hit someone with a so, stick. So all they have to do is hit the the cat or the, the cat all they have to do is hit the rat catcher <laughs> in the eye with a p and they win immediately are you kidding me no 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 i'm saying no i'm saying that they <laughs> i'm saying that the knocker up would not hit them in the eye with a p but to avoid getting hit in the eye with a p the rat catcher would have to cover his eyes and in that or, moment or move his boom, head slightly stick to the stomach or, or move his what? head slightly <laughs> No, yes. I'm shooting a. Sp- I'm not. I'm sorry. The knocker up is shooting a spray, a spray of peas. <laughs> if, if the knocker up is shooting a spray of peas, you can't just move. Your- <laughs> I, I, you can't just move your head slightly and dodge it. I I think you're underestimating the spray of peas situation. I don't think it's gonna work the way you think it is. <laughs> I think it is. This person has to have a massive lung capacity. They do this all day. And what if it's a big apartment building and they have to shoot someone's window that's high up? They have to be able to really project these peas. And so they they've got really powerful lungs. That's part of the that's part of the job requirement. All right, all right. Let me come at you with and this. And so if they dump a bunch of peas in there, they can shoot all of them in a spray. It's possible. Let me just change the game up right right now. I don't even think a cat. Why do we keep? I don't even think a rat catcher. <laughs> I don't think they need their eyes. If they're going in the sewers, they can't see anything. So that he, what is he going to do? He's going to close his eyes. He doesn't even need to see, and he'll still take you down. No, I mean, rat, rat, rat catchers do not walk blindly through pitch black sewers um, just with their hands in sure? front of them hoping they find a rat they don't have they don't have to hope because they can sense them and hear them there's other no, senses that are- is not a thing yes. they do not have this is not a superhero they're basically daredevil that catches rats no they're- they have to bring a torch into the sewer oh so i have a torch now no, I'm yeah, saying yeah, when you explore oh, a yeah. sewer, you we're right on a football field. T- tools of the trade. I have a torch it's now. It's not a torch. I have a torch now. It's not. You can't no, be. No, you a- do not. What happens when you're on fire? <laughs> he, my guy can blow out the torch with his massive lung capacity. That is also that's insane. You'll never get it. You'll that's never get a chance to attack because <laughs> spray of peace. <laughs> Oh my god. You cover your eyes, stomach, back of the head, whipping boy. A slight move to the left, and I'm fine. I'm pretty no, sure. No, you and cannot he, you he cannot cl- dodge. He closes his eyes anyway. He doesn't need a them. cloud of peas. Yes, you do a, need your eyes. A cloud of peas. What are you and you, how fast do you think these peas are okay, we could we could debate this forever. <laughs> How do we, how do we decide it's a, this? A knocker up wins this for sure. I don't know. <sighs> Listeners, email us at top10withmikeandben at gmail.com. Okay, let's and let us know if you think a knocker up clearly 
would be a rat catcher. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, let's let's move on and come back to it if we have to. I guess. Um, uh, I you're going to beat my number two. Put no me problem. down for that. Uh, what is your number two? My number two is a uh, a jongleur. I don't know. It's French. It is where we got the word juggler from. Oh, uh, okay. And it was just it was a traveling. Oh no, jugglers! What? what? This was a big art, a big debate in oh, our yeah. last. Uh, Wasn't it juggler versus magician? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, he wasn't just a juggler, but he was a traveling like performer slash entertainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get that we do have these in like some places, like big cities. There'll be people that like play music on the street corner or juggle or something. But this was like the more complete package. Like this guy would travel to a town, and it would be a big deal when they arrived because they could do so much stuff. They could do music, they could juggle, they could perform, they could do a ton of things. So it was just the complete entertainment package. Okay. And I want and I, I like want him it. to come back because I just I miss the days when a I miss the days I never was in these days but I still miss the days when a, a traveling entertainer comes to town and everyone gets excited and we go see him or her hmm. that's just cool I wish we had that still okay I, yeah I like it uh, my number two is a dream interpreter uh, kind of like biblical <laughs> Joseph okay um, okay. I think that'd be sweet because I have some dreams that are pretty stupid, and then I have some dreams that I think actually mean something, and I'd love to, uh, you know, bounce some ideas off of somebody. Uh, and I know you can do that with like a counselor or a therapist, or I guess I could just talk to you about it. Um, but I think someone who specializes in this, like specifically, I think would be very cool. Okay, that could be a neat thing. Um... And your juggler beats my dream interpreter like immediately, so. Yeah, my t- the juggler's tools of the trade are basically endless. I don't even know, yeah, like what the dream interpreter would do. Um, he'd be like, he'd be like, "Tell me a dream, juggler," and your juggler would be like, "No," and then hit him with something, and he'd die. So, that's, <laughs> okay, that's pretty rough. Glad we settled that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Are we ready? My are number ready? one. Let's, let's I am ready. It. I am ready. Uh, my number. Well, first of all, before we get into this, how confident are you feeling in terms of the battle for number one? Uh, very badly, which is why I think you should give me number three. So we'll balance out here. <laughs> we'll see about this. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm feeling very bad. My number one, my number one is a herald. Okay. So this is a little different than a town crier. This would be a person who just follows me around every day. And whenever I enter any new place, <laughs> announces my presence, uh, and <laughs> uh, announces my presence. Uh, could also make any sort of announcements that I want made. Um, just someone that follows me around, basically my personal hype man, who yeah. just introduces me, talks That'd be me awesome. up, makes announcements. I am. I always think of. Uh, the the character of Chaucer in A Knight's Tale. Okay. That's what yeah. I think of when I think of the Herald, if you are familiar. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, was that, uh, what's his name? He plays Vision now, right? Yes. Um, oh, shoot, what is his name? I don't remember his name. I don't oh, remember it, but is it, it is Paul that guy. something? Gosh darn it, it's killing me. Um, nah, I don't know. Anyway, um, why, is it, why would it be Paul? It doesn't matter. Um, okay, my number one. Are you ready for it? I, I liked your number one a lot, by the way. Um, Thank you. I've uh, randomly wanted to pay somebody to be my hype man. 
but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're hyping me for okay. exactly. Uh, so anyway, my okay. number one is Groom of the Stool. <laughs> I saw this one. Yep. I definitely saw this one. Yep, Groom of the Stool, formerly <laughs> titled the Groom of the King's Close Stool. What was responsible for helping the king go to the toilet? Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> Uh, this post was actually considered an esteemed position in early modern England, of course. These lucky courtiers were known for keeping royal secrets, enjoying considerable power at court, and even getting to wear the king's hand-me-downs. Yeah, I they did not make my honorable mentions, because uh, okay. I'm not sure why you want this one to come back again. Yeah, okay, um, I, I thought of the perfect, <laughs> perfect reason for it to come back. Can you think of it? Okay. There's one no. <laughs> one extremely specific reason this would be good. And I don't I don't want to get political. Okay? But I think we can all agree, okay, Democrats hold hands with a Republican wherever you are, whichever whichever you are, find the opposite and hold their hand real quick. Because okay. we have a president doing it. Yes, thank you. We have a president who tweets from the bathroom a lot. And typically mm. his bathroom tweets are not the uh most tactful or helpful or encouraging or like really anything positive. So I think, especially since uh, President Donald L. Trump, I'm just, I don't know if it's an L, uh, he is getting a little older, might need a little help going to the bathroom, possibly, soon maybe, uh, but he definitely <laughs> needs someone to bounce ideas off of while he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> Okay, so the trouble with Trump's Twitter account has been that he all of these like super controversial tweets happen yes. while he's in the bathroom, and it has no one to tell him that's a bad idea. Yes, and, and even beyond the tweets, so, I think he comes up with a lot of ideas <laughs> while he's on the bathroom, like, oh, maybe I'll try an executive order for this or that and see if it works. So I think if he has someone, these people, they know royal secrets, um, and they have considerable power, I think he needs somebody as, as a sounding board. Um, and someone okay. that pri- okay. that knows you like in the bathroom like that privately, this is someone that he might even listen to because they they might help him go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, yeah, they have a they have a bond there. They have a bond for sure. Yeah, like maybe okay, if, so t- if, if if Donald's having a hard time in the bathroom, he can squeeze this guy's thumbs. <laughs> what? That's a, oh my gosh! That's a thing. That's a, I can't believe I said that. Ugh. Oh um, my gosh! So anyway, uh. The, the groom of the school is going to beat your herald, not hands down easily, but False. somehow, somehow False. will. Okay, False. explain, explain to me. The herald, more than anyone else in this world, has a just a tongue of gold. Okay. He could convince the groom of the stool of anything, of anything, and it's going to either make the groom of the stool just love him, and he'll refuse to fight, and then the herald will beat down. Uh, or, well, no, that's probably the route he's going to take, I think. <laughs> okay, uh, let me counter-argue and say uh, the groom of the stool has helped all these people go to the bathroom, and he's heard all these royal <laughs> secrets. And so he's going to tell all these royal secrets to the herald who has announced these people, proudly announced them, and he will no longer be able to do that because he'll be so heartbroken and downcast by all the royal secrets that have been shared, all the dirty laundry, and he's going to be like, I can't possibly herald anymore. 
because I don't believe and in, then I don't believe in the people I'm heralding then, and he'll walk off the field with his head down. Win. And win, no, win, win. No, before all of that, he learns this now he learns this <laughs> learns these dirty secrets. He makes announcements. So he just announces them all. He announces them all. And now Why would he do that? And now the because the groom of the stoom is stool, <laughs> groom of the stoom, the groom of the stool is no longer trustworthy. We can't trust this guy. We've been sharing our secrets with on the pot, uh, on the stool, and so now he doesn't have a job. The groom of the stool doesn't have a job either. And neither he's gonna does go out with his head down. Neither does the herald because he's like you can't trust him anymore. And so what they both okay, lose. and then the herald, the herald convinces the groom of the stool. To quit just convinces him to give up. Okay, so he's very uh, persuasive. Enough mind games. The groom of the stool or groom of the stoom, which I'd love to call this episode. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is very good at helping people get up and sit down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what is that? That means nothing. So if we're speaking <laughs> physicality, pure physicality. He is going to sit. No, you, it's not. He's going to no. sit your herald right down. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there won't. There. I'm, you don't seem to understand that there will not actually be a fight in this one. Yeah, they no, there will. Their jobs. There will. But the herald convinces the the groom of the stool to forfeit. No, he's so persuasive. He is the smoothest talker of smooth talkers. I. Nope. No, I don't think so. Um, yep. Just, yep. Have you, Micah, okay. Have you ever lifted an old person off of the toilet? Have you ever no. done that? No. I have done that. No. I, I used to do physical therapy, um, and I helped many an old, heavy people get off the toilet, and it requires a good amount of arm strength. So I'm thinking, all the mind games aside, Groom of the Stool is going to choke out your Herald, no problem. No, there will not be a fight. There won't be one. Why won't there be a fight? Why won't the I... herald convinces him to just no. give up? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yes, I... that's his job. I personally his job don't think so. is to just talk <laughs> things up, be persuasive, make announcements. Harold wins this every time. I subjectively and objectively think you're wrong. Yeah, now the <laughs> the groom of the stool has, both have essentially no tools of the trade. They both end up losing their jobs over this. That's true. Okay. Uh, the groom I, of the stool's abilities are he literally stop. just sits okay. there and holds someone's hand while they tinkle. No. No. <laughs> and gossips. And gossips. I'm sorry. There's a gossip, I guess. That's uh, it. Okay. All right. I will give you this one if you give me rat catcher. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, Oh my god! <laughs> then we would tie, and we could finally end this episode. <laughs> we could, uh, but Knocker Up wins that spray of peas. Harold also very persuasive. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna write I undecided. What a great ending! I'm putting to question this. marks next to both, although it's mostly me. <laughs> no, it's, oh my gosh! But Our, seriously, listeners, yeah, seriously, please. we need you uh, right top in. ten with Micah and Ben. That's all spelled out. That's not the number ten. It's all spelled out. No ampersand. No number ten. Top ten with Micah and Ben at gmail.com. Please write to us. Let us know. Uh, yes. Just confirm that the knocker up would be a rat catcher and a herald would be a groom of the stool. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. We, we seriously need your help. Please do that. Email into our Gmail account uh, because we're currently tied four to four and we have two undecided. So we really need your help. Uh, please email us. You can also tweet at us at Real Mike and Ben. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, uh, Top 10 with Mike and Ben, of course. Uh, yeah, let us know. We, we need your help. Um, and you, you know what? That that kind of wraps up this episode. I don't know. Did you want to actually go through your honorable mentions? I know you mentioned several. Uh, I mentioned several. I'll just quickly mention the ones that I did not mention already. Go ahead. Uh, which was an alchemist. I thought it'd be cool if we Oof. had people trying to turn things into gold again. That yeah, was fun. That was close. Uh, a, a fuller, which was basically someone that did laundry. Um, and a delator, which was someone who just snitched on neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, I think we've uh, all did. You have here. any honorable mentions? No, I did not. Uh, but we've okay. all we've learned that there are some amazing jobs that we no longer have. So please go out there, uh, try to get them to be uh, college courses or something. Uh, teach people how to be a resurrectionist. You know, we need these jobs to come back. Uh, and thank you so much for hanging out with us. Please, like I said, let us know what you think um, uh, about our list and who should be the winner. Um, it's me, but that's up to you. Uh, I just objectively know it's me. But anyway, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, on all these other podcasting apps, of course. Tell a friend if you enjoy us. Uh, tell a friend about podcasts also. If they just don't know what podcasts are, True. please let them know what the medium is because I love podcasts. They're a ton of fun, and I think they bring a lot of joy to my life. Uh, and Even if you know they don't listen to our podcast, I'm just happy that they're enjoying uh, podcasting in general. Uh, Micah, do you have any thoughts about our music? I do want to say thank you again, as always, to the legal immigrants for letting us use their songs Hollywood and Panacea off of their album Panacea. Local Grand Rapids band, they're phenomenal. We have links to their music in our show notes. Definitely check them out because they are some funny dudes uh, and some very talented dudes. Yes, sir. And thank you, Lexa and Catherine for our awesome logos and thank you kyle for your musical talents and for being uh the reason why i get up in the morning i'm well, whoa i don't and kyle i'm yeah. and kyle i'm still so sorry i didn't make it to your show it's ben's fault i'm so sorry i yeah, would have been there i'm really sorry about that whoops my bad um anyway uh thank you for hanging out with us uh kick the kiwis and punch the monster bye bye I mean, I'm a little boy with gunpowder. Well, I, I'm not personally. Why do I keep doing that? <laughs>